Welcome to Bacon Pancast featuring Jake's Meatloaf. This is an Adventure Time podcast, and we are Jake's Meatloaf. I'm Tulip. I'm Nick. I'm Chan. I'm Tipsy. You may know us from our Owl House Reaction podcast hosted by Crown Cryptid, or from the A-Timers podcast where we talked about distant lands, both of which are on different feeds, but we may be referencing back to them occasionally. Sorry if that's confusing. Blame me. It was my idea to do it this way. And before we begin, I'd like to mention that we are recording this during the Writers Guild and Screen Actors Guild strikes, among others. We support those striking, and we do not endorse any streaming services for any reason. Yeah, we not we can't like say the name, right? Yeah, we shouldn't. I don't know. Whatever. We 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 have to we have to make up like a like a pen name for what? it. What? I am so excited. I like my brain has been in like turbo crazy mode for like twenty four hours. Or more now. How long is it? How long has it been since it's re- it released? Like three a.m. Right? Yeah. So more than, more a little more than twenty four hours. My brain has been such in, in such overdrive that I just remembered. I I dreamt that I was, I was at like a, a, a I don't know what it was, but I was with Rebecca Sugar for like a Yo. for like a, I guess a meet and greet. She was really nice, by the way. Shout out to Dream Rebecca Sugar. She was so nice. <laughs> But, but I remember this. She was like, so, so how'd you like the episode two, huh? I was like, your song was amazing. I was like, I watched the episode right at 3 a.m., which was a lie. And in the dream, I was like, holy fuck, I lied to Rebecca Shaker. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Wait, did she did she do a song for it? I didn't know that. Yes. What? She did. The this, this song in the second episode. She sang it. Oh. <laughs> I didn't notice that. I'm sorry. Honestly. This is this is good. No, this is good. Nick is just Nick I, is just helping I, us yes, clarify. I, okay, I guess I should say that I have been like 100 percent out of the loop on this on purpose. I did not watch trailers. I don't really follow anybody anymore, so I really don't know anything about this. I get that, but she also sang it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't notice. When's the last time I thought about Rebecca Sugar? <laughs> okay, Stevie Universe been over. I think about her every day. You know what? I think we're. I think. I think we need to not gang up on Nick right now. We're going to give him the benefit of the doubt here. (laughs) I have a job! (laughs) Okay, Okay, the second one was written by Rebecca Sugar, but the first one, the first one in the first episode sung by Marshall Lee, was written by... Pat um, McHale. Patrick McHale and Somvalee Siophon. I... I'm holding out hope before I get upset, but I'm like... There's got to be a full version of that, right? They didn't just write a 10-second clip of a song that good. I'm begging you. Please. <laughs> this is Adventure Time. I don't care! Please! <laughs> Pat McHale. There's probably more. There's got to be more. Come on. Uh, okay, well, anyway. Uh, I'm actually really glad that I ended up having like some time to myself, you know, watching the episodes before we recorded, because, you know, I was able to watch the episodes twice. Uh, and the second time through... I, like, noticed a lot of parallels between these two episodes, which I would like to talk about. Absolutely. (laughs) Same. Pop off, Gil. Okay. So, like, it's not all exactly one-to-one, but it's enough that I am 100% certain it was intentional. Like, both of these episodes begin with a dream sequence uh, of the main character's past, question mark? Obviously, it's a lot more literal for Simon. And in, you know, during that flashback sequence, Simon uh, mentions, like, trained squirrels, which is weirdly similar to the thing at the end with LSP of the other episode. Uh, I don't know how that could be relevant at all, but that's one thing. 
Uh, then obviously Simon's uh, museum exhibit apartment that he's living in is very similar to the one Fiona has, and they both turn on the TV and they're watching Cheers. And Simon explicitly mentions like the ice compartment in a refrigerator, which is you know the first piece of ice that Cake becomes obsessed with and seems to be acting weird about. Then a little later, Simon is in the Candy Tavern. That's the second time ice is mentioned. And in very close proximity, he also sees the, like, picture of Betty and starts thinking about Betty, which I think that's around the same time in the other episode that they're on the bus and they see the statue of Betty and Cake tries to escape to go to an ice rink. I'm so curious if those time signet or time stamps, like, match up, because that's so cool. <laughs> They, they they don't like 100% match up I'm sure of that because like again th things start to get a bit out of order later here but um you know then Finn and Simon go to the heart of the forest and Finn mentions that the Huntress Wizard had something to say about this place you know Fiona is in the park but she goes to you know she has to crawl through a bunch of bushes and trees to get into a clearing in the center and there meets human hunter wizard and also during the forest sequence, both Finn and Fiona, you know, there's like a white butterfly that flies nearby them, which has a spiritual connection to Finn, as we know. Um, bear in mind, the white butterfly actually showed up in the credit sequence. Um, I believe it was on top of the bear masks from Simon's World that was also in the credit sequence. I didn't notice that. I want to take a look at that. I'm scrubbing through the episode right now to remind myself of all this stuff. Uh, and then when Simon is, like, walking back down the river, he sees, like, in the exact same order that that Fiona encountered the same people, like, earlier in her episode, there, there's a, a leaf guy playing with fushigi balls, uh, three banana guards who are literally having, like, the exact same conversation in both of these episodes, uh, and then those uh, two skaters. Yeah. That was like the skating things was the only one I noticed because it's the most clear. But I mean, uh, the whole him like wallowing through the forest like that too. Right. Like that's that's clearly a parallel. But everything else you're saying. And then okay, th th this one this one I am not so sure about, but it seems like probably uh, at the end Simon, you know, doing his like spell, doing his ritual. At the end of the other episode of the first one, like there are a couple of moments with LSP. Where it, it it puts some, like, gravity on what he's saying for some reason. Like, Cake, in, from Cake's perspective, he kind of has that effect on him that, like, she was seeing on ice and stuff earlier. And then he at one point, you know, Ellis was also like, open your mind. And it, you know, it, it got all serious just for that one line. And I, like, I was I was looking at the other one. That's not something that Simon or Evil Choose Goose or anything, no one says that, but, like, Come on, that's related. Um, and of course, at the end of the episode, they do, you know, the, the, the two timelines converge when Cake shows up jumping out of Simon's head. Um, so it seems like the, the Fiona and Cake world just like constantly exists inside Simon's head somehow. And the things that he experiences are directly affecting it in real time. That's why it's so boring. That's why Fiona's life is so boring and normal. That represents Simon's life and his psyche at the moment. In a sense, he's trying to pursue the this sort of normalcy, um, but he can't quite get it because so much has changed. 
and he's sort of in a world that doesn't belong to him anymore. Like, Ice King would get along just fine in the land of Ooh, but Simon Petrikov is no place for him. And that's reflected in how out of place Fiona feels in her own life. So Simon's, yeah, it's more clear than ever that Fiona's world depends entirely on Ice King's psyche. Um, makes me interested in some of the potentials seen in the future trailer. And it's also possible that Fiona's world used to be magic and full of adventure. But now it's been transformed in this way because Simon's been hands-on. That's why she has no past, because she's always been a fictional character. Yes, exactly. Well, like, you know, that the moment when she asks Gary, how long have we known each other? And he's like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Forever, I guess. I have to say, if it wasn't clear, like, first of all, like, these episodes were so fucking good. I'm, I'm very happy yeah, about no. it. And I, I, I don't know, I came in, at, at least initially, like, when I heard about the series coming out, I was like, oh, my expectations are kind of low. Like, that will be fun, but, you know, Finn and Jake are my boys, I, I'll be sad. And I'm just like, oh, what could have been? But I'm like, this is just like, this is just like the, the continuation of the show. It's just, it's, it's amazing. And also, like, being able to see Simon... And, like, it makes so much sense what he's going through because it's, like, you don't really think about it, but it's just, like, yeah, now he's just a normal dude in this, like, crazy post-apocalyptic world. And Finn's, like, oh, there's other humans. And he's, like, yeah, weird future humans. And it's just, like, <laughs> just, like... I know. You know, j jumping back a little bit, um, you know, obviously between Distant Lands and now, there have been other things that I, like, have, you know, been excited for and enjoyed. But when that... When that first trailer came out for Fiona and Cake, I was just, like, vibrating. I was like, I haven't felt this excited for anything in a long time. It is indescribable. I feel the same way. Like, it's like this part of myself just comes back to life. It's it's crazy, and this is the only yeah, thing that can do it. That's how, that's how I felt, too, but I waited, you know, I waited for this episode. I was just seeing screenshots occasionally, but I was kind of just like, it's gonna come out so soon. Like the trailer was only like a month ago, so I was like, "It's gonna come out so soon. I may as well just watch it." And I honestly was excited since the announcement because they explicitly said it was gonna be about Simon. So I was like, "Okay, I'm a Simon head. Like that's my side of Adventure Time that I like adore. That that's why my whole YouTube channel is Crown Cryptid and Snow and stuff." Um, so like I, I was. I was so just automatically like, okay, we're getting like a Simon miniseries. There, there's that initial like, oh, but it's Fiona Cake because like they need to make the show go on and they ran out of ideas or whatever. But the whole time I've been like, no, this is going to be a Simon show. And like, there you go. It is. Especially if like literally Fiona is fictional from Simon's head, which I did. I mean, I completely understand that, but I didn't even think of that being explanation until you just explained that. And, um, I just, what it has me wishing is like, could you imagine if they advertised this as just a Fiona cake spinoff and then the, the episode two intro played and you're like, what the fuck? That would like, be, huh? that'd be insane, but also <laughs> that like, would be, you get why they yeah, didn't obviously. Exactly. That would be like <laughs> horrible advertisement, but that would be an amazing boost. Or even if they just revealed the show with that 
with that intro scene instead of just a poster and some text, but it's all weird. That would be some Hide- Hide- Hideo Ex- Kojima stuff nonsense. Exactly, and that's what I'm I just within the past few years, like that's something I'm so obsessed with because you know we all grew up with the fandom on Tumblr and stuff, and I just feel like doing things like that is the next step to get people excited. So if they really like hit us over the head with like a surprise prior to the show coming out, rather than just being like. Hey, we're making a Fiona Cake spinoff, I guess, like, see you in two years. You know, if they actually were like, hey, we're doing, like, an Adventure Time stream, and you're like, oh, what's this going to be? And then they play that intro scene, we'd be pooping our pants more than we already are. Yeah, but the thing is, they already announced Fiona and Cake well before it was anywhere close to ready. Like, like, like the yeah. beginning of production. Like, as soon as they decided to make it, they announced it. And that's because HBO Max wanted to keep the hype up, the momentum up from distant fans whilst they were working on the production. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, it's good enough that, like, somewhere out there people still care about Adventure Time enough for this to be, like, an advertising point for them. Also, I don't know. Wait, do we have to censor? Tipsy said it. We have to censor that. Put a put a gunter <laughs> went on over that. Uh, <laughs> but did she say? Did she say HBO Max? Because we can say that. That's not real anymore. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. I guess that's not. That's not. I'm. I'm just so glad it survived the great apocalypse of unnamed streaming service. Exactly. And made it. I was getting worried. You know what's awesome though about this series in particular, um, like everything that has been re- every cartoon that's been released on streaming so far. Especially, um, like, 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 you know, Shira, all season, uh, entire season at once. Um, Kipo, entire season at once. Um, all of these shows just get bombed, or, or like Adventure Time. We haven't had a normal Adventure Time drop since two thousand and sixteen. I was telling Tulip that I was like, when was the last time we've had weekly episodes? This is like. This is a blessing. I cannot believe it. At, yeah. Like, because it, it's not even just this being weekly episodes. Because I, I think HBO Max has been doing this since like Infinity Train three or four. Like, they they treat a lot of their shows with this weekly schedule. And realistically, it's a good idea because it keeps people subscribed. But like, Distant Lands, because of the nature of what that show was, we were like just sitting on the edge of our seats every day. Like, okay, is it is like. They could have mentioned it today. They could have mentioned it today. I mean, that whole thing with Together again happened. Like, we were so confused about that show's release. HBO Max said, fuck your gay peppermint. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think if Distant Lands had been produced in, like, a um, more effective way, if it had been produced faster rather than it having the slowest production process in the world, then they they would have released the episodes much closer to BMO than... Like than what they did, which is they were between four and six months apart. They'd have released them. They'd have probably done weekly releases or monthly releases. Yeah, you know, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I, but you know, I mean, there's so many cogs in that machine. Like, who knows why it was done like that? Whatever. Yeah, together but again for, was like, delayed because of BMO. Yeah, and like for what it was, you know, because it was like special little movies, like. It still works with the format, but like you know, this is a Fiona Cake is a mini series, so like they they kind of have to do this sort of structure. But it's thirty minute episodes, which is new for the show. That's what I was gonna say. And, I know and, and, it's, and, and, it feels like so slow, so noticeably, but also in a good way. Yeah, because uh, you know, I was always, I've always my my thing has always been like Adventure Time 
can do anything in 11 minute episodes. So the fact that these episodes have been longer, they have actually felt longer. They're not like wasting time. They're like, it's really letting stuff set in. Cause yeah, realistically not much has happened like in the show, but like it's a lot happens within the episode. There's still a lot of different set pieces and scenes and stuff. And they still do that delicious adventure time thing of having the episode end like on a really jarring frame. And you're just like, Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> Okay. Hear me out. This is the big risk with the series. These two episodes were set-up episodes. Mm-hmm. So you set up Fiona's entire situation in her life, and then you set up Ice King's entire situation in his life. And that's why they're so strong, and that's why they work so well in a 30-minute format, the 26-minute format, because you have lots of space to hammer in just how they feel. But will we need that much space progressing forward that's a question or is it going to end up having to do random crap to pad out the time that's that's my concern i want to see how the next two episodes feel and whether they maintain the quality of these two something that i was saying to dom yesterday we're re-watching that made me really happy about the 22 minute format is they were able to have like so many quiet moments which they would have never I mean, they've done it in the, uh, the original series, obviously, but, like, 11 minutes is just so short that, like, they just kind of have to be like, okay, go, 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 go. But, like, I don't know, like, Finn around the fire with Simon. Even, like, the the I funny know, yeah. the funny pause between Finn and he's like, no one is supposed to be here. We counted. It was, like, I think it was seven or it was five seconds of pause before he was like, let's go. <laughs> but, like, there was a lot of quiet emotional moments that just were able to sit with, with just and just be just be a slow moment and i was like oh my god i love this this is so different and i can i can i can see what tipsy means like we you know we could get to a point where just kind of an episodic thing is happening and it ends up feeling drawn out but i i trust these writers a lot for it to not really get um too bad and i think just the nature of the story where this is much if it's very much like a mature character piece in a way adventure time hasn't it adventure time hasn't done it this directly like this is very like generic of me to say but kind of anime adjacent with like it's focused on a character and and emotion and i think the longer format suits that really well too like i think this is a story that deserves to have episode links like that whereas you know every live action show ever made now has like an hour and a half episode and then nothing happens so like you know they know i trust that they know what they're doing especially as it continues and just to put a comparison um the amount of footage we've seen so far of this special is longer than the longer than the adventure time finale which makes sense but it's also longer it's about the same length as wizard city which is the length of the longest distant band special um so each each two episodes is about the size of a wizard city and and wizard city in particular i think was the most effective uh th- this is weird but i in re-watching them recently i think wizard city made the most effective use of its time um like it had the best pacing i can see that yeah so um they're gonna have to do that five times that's gonna be excited i can't wait for a wizard city every week 
No, <laughs> Wizard City every week. Um, but but yeah, that's what we're dealing with. So they can fit an entire Wizard City in each two-parter. So I want to see what they do with that much room. And if each episode is really... If each two parts is like a complete dense part, or if... Um, if they're they're trying to stretch a Wizard City sized plot across six episodes, that would be the difference. That would be the thing that makes it bad, I think. Um, but I don't I, think I it's going to be that. I mean, with- I think it probably is going to be episodic to an extent because I mean, I mean, we know there's going to be like multiverse hopping or something that was in the, like the synopsis. So I, I imagine you know we'll, though. They'll be like, let's spend some time here and solve a problem here, but also learn something related to the overall plot is going to be the general yeah. way it goes. And also something that Adventure Time, Adventure Time was really bad at, but Distant Lands was pretty good at, is endings. Like, um, the, the miniseries were front-heavy. In Adventure Time, they just sort of ended all three of them, apart from apart from Islands, really. Um, I, I think like the endings of all three miniseries are a bit lackluster compared to some of the episodes beforehand. Meanwhile, with Distant Lands, the beginning of the episode and the end of the episode is always the strongest part. Um, so I wonder if they're gonna go. I wonder if they can finally perfect a balance, or if they're still going to have the issue of, well, we've made this incredible concept, but we're not really sure how to end the miniseries, so something's just going to happen. But Simon deserves better than that, so I'm holding out that they have a strong ending. I just feel like there's so much attention to detail and so much love put into these so far that I'm like... They, they gotta they gotta do it. They gotta get it right. <laughs> They're gonna do it. I'm, I'm just... <laughs> also... To jump really fast, I have to say this because we haven't mentioned it yet. They, they're they're, they're just swearing now, <laughs> and like I do side eye like, oh, they swear now, but it's like it's so natural and it's not shoehorned. Like Marceline being like, this guy's pissed off. I didn't even bat an eye. Like Fiona being like, God damn it! I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, but. Mm-hmm. Take the cat said, "Puck him up, girl." I know. I had not- to pause and rewind <laughs> and look at the caption because I thought she said, "Fuck him up." That's so good, but <laughs> but I th- I think that works so well. Like both both because of very literal, like you know, I was eleven when the show came out, and now I am twenty four, sort of way. But also in a like, like I said, like this is a meteor story. Like this is about a depressed fifty year old dude like it makes sense for it's it's fine for there to be swears because no kid's gonna watch this to begin with like let it let it be the way it should be and you know i wonder if the conversation was like the crew being like hey can we swear or if it was hbo being like hey you guys should make this more adult or something because i don't know because it was a whole thing about how like infinity train got canceled because there's no teenager shows or whatever so it's like did they have to make this adult because they're like, we need to prove to them that this will like this one will be an adult cartoon, like Chloe and high adjacent so that they care about it or something like who, Nick, do you, who really knows. But I think it fits with the tone they're going for. 
you remember how bizarre HBO, like Cartoon Network and HBO strategy was? Like, one minute it's like, oh, we're going to focus on shows for preschoolers. And then Distant Lands happened, and Distant Lands had a child entry character in every episode. And then it was, oh, we're going to focus on shows for young adults. And then suddenly an Adventure Time young adult miniseries is announced. Like, Mm -hmm. they're just... Adam Mutant was probably forced to do one or the other um, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm sure he has to put in a little bit of swearing but like at least the characters aren't just saying fuck all the time yeah, um, and there's there's definitely a big thing too of like like what happened on TV like the Cartoon Network TV channel Adult Swim starts at 5pm now Adult Swim takes up more time on air than Cartoon what? Network and that's definitely a literal like they they see that as important yeah but, but like it's not like they're sh- it's not like they're showing actual adult stuff that early. They're using the Adult Swim time slot to show like classic CN shows and stuff, right? They're putting Johnny Bravo on on Adult Swim. Yes, that's still a deliberate attempt to get people like in our demographic to watch the channel. So it's still a de- like a, an attempt for our demographic. Like it's still aimed at us, and that's why I feel like it makes sense for this miniseries. It is a huge shift. You know, 8 p.m. used to be the time slot for new Adventure Time and regular show episodes and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Are people having less kids or something? Or all the kids? Or all the kids? Kids just, don't like, watch TV anymore. YouTube? Yeah, the kids yeah. are on their tablets watching uh, Coco Melon. And now, you know, I don't want to be the one to say it, but the pe- the people having kids were back in the day were supposed to be our age. <laughs> so, like, realistically, we're supposed to be wa- showing our kids this new Adult Swim block. But, oh my god. <laughs> but we're not there. So <laughs> But that's what they're aiming for. That's why they're doing that kind of direction. And it makes sense too, because if they're showing reruns of kids' shows, then if a kid is accidentally watching TV during the day, they're not just gonna turn on Rick and Morty and be traumatized. Although I mean kids are watching Rick and Morty anyway, They're not so allowed to whatever. show adult shows until seven PM anyway. Yeah. I might be the enemy of this natural conversation, but should we go by like episode by episode chronologically and like talk no, about it? No, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> All right, just just asking. I did that. I did that already. I did a summary. Yeah. yeah well. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, the first one. Um, I I love the visuals of these episodes. They're like like I I. It took me a while to warm up to how distant lands look compared to regular Adventure Time, but now I can see that the art quality is like legitimately improved. Oh my god! The so animation. So they're able to do the crazy animated stuff that they've always done. It's so good. I love the title cards. Steve Wolfhard designed um the Fiona and Kate title, though I don't know about the Fiona Mertens title card. The Simon Petrikov one looks so cool. The, like, Simon intro. And it's also, like, oh my god, the, the music is ridiculous. I'm just, like, this is so... as Like, when I was first watching it, I'm always, like, super nervous because I'm, like, you know, emotions and I'm seeing all this stuff. And then they're, like, they're flashing, like, adult thin and then their treehouse. I'm, like, oh my god. And, like, the music, I'm just, like, I'm gonna have an anxiety yeah. attack right now. The moment, the moment that, like, real cheers showed up, that I was just like, all uh, right, uh, I'm in. They like they they know what's going on. <laughs> like, <laughs> also like, yeah. what an artistic achievement to have so many characters like abstracted twice, but still be very recognizable. To be like gender swapped and humanized. Yeah, it was so it was so fun. Fern was in the episode. I know. Did you? Did you? She was. And and what I find interesting is that Fern in in the credits, she's credited as Fern, which I guess is just like. 
yeah, they never came up with a name for her in the show, so she's just Fern even when she's gender swapped. Yeah. Okay, but Marshall Lee, what the fuck? I was like, your voice. I I know I know Donald <laughs> is back, but I cannot. It's insane. He is. He I could listen to him talk forever. It was so good. Who voices Gary? Because that's neither of his former voice actors. No, it's someone new. It's funny every time we see uh, Gumball, it's someone new. I like the new guy, but I'm just like, are you gonna be? Are you gonna be replaced too, bro? <laughs> He sounds completely different, though. Like, the inflection of his voice is 100% a yeah, different Yeah, and habit. I was trying to think, like, if his voice, like, matches PB a bit more than, like, kind of, like, the no. heartthrobby voice he used to have. Like, I was, you know, I was trying to think that way. Did you just say no to me? Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it's destroyed. <laughs> Did you just say no to me? <laughs> I, I mean, I liked it. I thought it was fitting. I thought it was cute. I, I think maybe they were, like, just, like, instead of trying to, like, replicate the old stuff, they're like, let's just get a guy that we think sounds like how this character should sound and let them do their thing. Oh, yeah. I, I, I pogged when Butterscotch Scottish Butler appeared. I love her. <laughs> yes. And she has the same voice actress. I didn't know who, like, I, I just, again, brain in overdrive these entire episodes, so, like, some really obvious things, like, just go over my head, but I didn't, I was like, who's that supposed to be? And Dom had to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, once she did, it was really obvious, but, like, oh, oh yeah, I, I, like, I, Dom made fun of me because, like, I thought I was smart, but apparently this is, like, super obvious. I was like, Oh, the reason Kate goes for the ice is because the ice is like the the representation of like the magic within Simon Petrikoff, and the ice is the thing that brings you to the magic. And Dom's like, "Yeah, that was pretty blatant." I was like, "Fuck <laughs> you!" I I thought I was smart, <laughs> but apparently that's really obvious. I mean, honestly, I I was so hooked on the dimension hopping idea that like that world being of Simon deliberate thing wasn't really registering to me at all. I was just like, oh, that's like, I mean, it was all surreal. So I was just like trying to be like, what, why there's like a Betty statue is like a world where Betty was more important or something like, you know, there's so many different yeah, ideas. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize it until my second watch too. Uh, but then like Kate literally comes out of Simon's head to get into yeah. their world. And I was like, oh, this was obvious. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think my, my discussion for the first episode, because I got a bone to pick with somebody and his name's my brother. He said that the first he said the first episode was boring and he wasn't into it, and I can get that because it has like soft tones. But for me, as like a diehard person for the show, that episode was great almost just because of the cameos. And I was just like, you know, it just had that usual surreal Adventure Time vibe of like, what is happening? It's so riveting just because of how different it is. Yeah, I was like, what's ha- what's happening here? Also, it's so funny. Are you kidding me? It's so funny. I don't like your brother, Nick. <laughs> I don't like I- him. I'm starting to not like him either. Don't Can we 1v1 somewhere, maybe? <laughs> uh, I'll get him to play RuneScape. I'm sure he'd love that game. Okay, perfect. How old is he? Uh, 19. All right, I can beat him. <laughs> <laughs> the first... The first episode is so adventure time though, like in that yeah. in that sense of here's some characters just living their their yes. weird life. And it's weird because it's normal and we've literally maybe, never seen normal in Adventure Time before. Yeah, like maybe your brother is too young to like relate to it as much or something. That's what like, I think, because I didn't go off on him about like the moral shit that I derived from this. So I definitely just, believe that too. Like, it's just like I 
at least think I can, like, I was, I was telling one of my friends, I was like, I'm a diehard fan and I eat up all this stuff, but I also think, like, the show is so good that, like, even if I didn't watch the show, I would be like, this is great, and that made me happy, like, it's just really good, so, like, hearing that, I'm like, I'm angry, (laughs) like, no. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know, we can get into that, that's, like, my biggest note here, is about, like, the, the tone and, like, the thematic thing that's going on here, this, like, at least, you know, how I just, I just got, I just felt the way, this is just what I felt watching them once. I've only watched them once, but, like, immediately after I stopped watching them, I was like, wow, like, did they make this specifically for my emotional state right now? That's what I say every time they release (laughs) anything. How do they do it? I mean, I guess we're maybe projecting, but, like, I don't know, not really. But but it's so well-crafted that it's easy to project, like, whether or not it's the intention. But my thing with this is that, like, this is very literally a story about, like, losing magic and, like, losing, like, optimism and hope and, like, not just being bored. Not, like, being depressed, but just being, like, you don't know what the hell to do anymore. And that's how I felt, like, for a long time. But it has, like, it strikes the chord even more now. I don't really know what happened to me to make me very emotional this whole little while. But there's just kind of... Like my re- my connection is just that thought of like when it, back in the day when Adventure Time, regular show, Gravity Falls, all those things were coming out at once, and I was just filled with this such an intense like oh I love animation like I'm gonna be an animator I'm gonna like make a web comic I'm gonna like do any of these things inspired by these shows and I'll like be the next show, and then I grew up and I was like what the hell I live in the fucking Northeast I have like a normal human amount of money which isn't enough to go to california i have social anxiety i have all these things and it all just compounded to me being like i guess i just won't achieve my dreams never mind and now i'm just kind of living and i'm like content but i'm like oh (laughs) i guess all the stuff i used to care about really didn't end up mattering so that like immediately after the show came off i was just like pleasantly teared up because i was just like I, the way I just read this was, like, so raw to me. <laughs> I was like, this is... Simon Petrikov is me. He's just like me for real. <laughs> like, Dude, I, I, like I said, I feel all of that so hard. Like, and, like, internally, too. Like, like we were talking about, like, when you watch these episodes, it all comes back to you. But, like, for me, it was, like, I started watching, and, like, that passion just comes, like, comes back so intensely. And I get so excited. I see all my old friends, and I remember how I was all excited like every week for the next episode and being like, I'm so inspired by this thing. I'm so passionate by this thing. And then you feel this like unadulterated, like love again, that like you kind of maybe, uh, at least for me, I, I feel like I lost along the way. And, and it's, it's such a, it's such a a gift to be able to experience that again, honestly. Yeah. And we just need to, you know, learn how to, how to keep latching onto it, even when these things are gone. And like, like, so much has come out, and so much has happened in all of our lives, I'm sure, since Adventure Time ended, and since, like, COVID and all this confusing bullshit that's been happening. But I really feel like nothing has, like, enthralled me the way that these two episodes just enthralled the Never. Like, maybe, I don't know, maybe, like, Into the Spider-Verse did. I don't know. But even, like, Distant Lands, like, those were exciting. There were, like, bits and pieces of moments where I was like, oh, Adventure Time. But, like, because the release schedule, I think, and because of, like... I don't, you know, who's Pepper? I don't know anything. I don't really care about Peppermint Butler, you know, stuff like that. I, it didn't like do much, but now I'm like, there's like, there, there's a, there's a Simon Petrikoff miniseries right now. If I could go back in time and tell my 14 year old self that this was a thing that was going to happen, 
it'd be amazing. But also, if my 14-year-old self was watching this, he wouldn't feel the same way that my 24-year-old self feels about it. That's right. Um, so we did a great Adventure Time rewatch recently, and we were w- watching six ep- four to six episodes a week, right? So a really slow rewatch over the course of eight months. Um, and we finished it recently. And I noticed every time I rewatch this show, I feel differently about it. I, I like different things. I don't care for things that I used to care about, and I suddenly care for things that I used to overlook. And uh, Adventure Time is ageless in that sense, that you can always get something new from it every time you watch it. And like this Fiona and Cake series, I would not have liked it when they came out in if it came out in 2020 or 2016 i would not have liked it at all but now i'm 27 and like have no direction in my life <laughs> so true i've, I've <laughs> given up on all don't of worry my hopes we're, and we're all getting royalties from this podcast don't worry no, we're, we're, all gonna be famous no, of this. we're not no we're not <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure we'll make lots of money from this unsponsored, unadvertised podcast. Like, why would? So, <laughs> I wrote a seven seconds. So, intro. Like, like, anyway. I'm sure it's going to be our big break. But, but like, but like, that's that's the thing. Like, I have no hopes and ambitions. So I'm like Fiona and Simon in that sense, and I don't like that at all. <laughs> I hate it. But it's just, but it's just real, you know? Because it's just like, it's not like. At least, you know, I don't know. I guess I can't put words in everybody's mouth. But, like, it's not like I've, like, given up. I'm just, like, kind of here. It's just, like, this realization of, like, oh, okay, like, I'm an adult now and I grew up with the internet. So, like, I'm just I'm just doing my thing now and, like, that's it. It's not like, like, I'm working. I'm doing everything that I thought I would as a kid. Now I'm just, like, I'm doing none of that. But, like, I'm still okay, I guess. And it's just, like, boring, you know? But it's, like, what are you going to do? Actually... I'm not going to trauma dump on this podcast, but like a bridge version. Like <laughs> I actually, I related to it in kind of a different way because like I, I've been feeling pretty okay semi recently, which is good. I'm, I'm happy. I've been doing a lot of work on it, but like specifically Rebecca sugar's song, you know, the one with Simon was walking the, the lines, like now that I'm not part of that sadness, like I don't know the lyrics, I'm sorry, but by, by heart, but like essentially being like, uh, for me, what I related to is like, okay, like I was sad and unmotivated for so long. Now that things are different, I'm like, I don't really know what to do with myself. Like, I'm happy that I'm feeling better, but like, are people still going to see me the same way? Am I still going to be the same and all this stuff? And I'm like, so that that's where I heavily related to it. Obviously, on top of all the, the things you guys said, but I think that's a really cool thing they're exploring. Yeah, let's hope like one... And they swear... <laughs> let's hope like one crew member watches this and then they're like oh they're just like oh oh i didn't realize we like wrote something that meant that like isn't, okay, that, yeah, sure. isn't that like always what creative people go through though like they're just like like someone's like oh i love that you did this here and just like yeah uh-huh i did that on purpose for sure <laughs> yeah. bro no but come on like they, they must have been thinking about that a little bit i mean this miniseries is the epitome of Adventure Time growing up with its fans, which has always been, like, one of the things I loved about it, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm sort of just considering this, like, the next season of the show. Like, I think that's yeah. what's different about Distant Basically. Lands compared to this. It's like... Because, I mean, thinking think on a very literal, like, business level again, too, like, would they have given Simon Petrikoff a show in 2013? 
Like, it would, it, would that really be a pitchable thing back then? Like, they literally didn't let the creator of Uncle Grandpa make Uncle Grandpa because they're like, that's too adult. We make a show about monsters instead. Like, I don't think they would have been thinking this level of... They, they, they wouldn't fund something like this until now, I feel like. Adventure Time made it this way. Adventure exactly. Time <laughs> carved out the route that's necessary for Adventure Time to exist. Yeah. We're ble- we are blessed. We're eating so good. Also, we're just going to jump wherever we want. They brought Evil yeah. Choose Goose back, and I'm yeah, like, oh, I, that, I was about to say that, too. I love <laughs> that it. That blew my mind. Because it's like, the end of Wizard City, I was like, okay, there's a cliffhanger, but when the fuck are they going to use that? He's dead! That's the thing, that's the thing. Do you think that this is how he dies, and that's why he's dead and together again? 80% chance, yes. <laughs> I thought he just got fried. I don't think so. I don't think so, because I, I, in, in Together Again, I got the vibe that he, he had died recently, and... It's not like... I, th- I think he's going to survive a while longer. When I watched... But that would be really when, funny. When I watched it the first time, I thought Simon killed him with the the gold like, yeah. ritual. Because he was all fried and he had like X eyes, but he was going like, oh! So, like, maybe yeah. not, but, like, I thought he just died there. <laughs> also, I also think it's very funny that in the credits, uh, Choose Goose is credited as evil Choose Goose. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that's a different person. Someone posted a screenshot, so, like, when Evil Chusku starts, like, muttering under the rug, um, it, it's, it subtitles him as Evil Chusku, even before it's revealed oh. that it's Evil ah. Chusku. Boo. Yeah, that sucks. See, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm basically the smartest person in the world, and I knew who it was immediately. Did anyone else, really? like, actually think it was him before the curtain moved? <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I... Until once the curtain moved, though, I immediately made the like the Wizard City connection, and I was like, n- I was just like, that was like my moment of it where I I didn't pause, but I that if any moment in this was gonna make me pause to react, it would have been that because I was li- I was just like, no fucking way they continued that, like not even that was not even a thought in my brain for a second for the whole episode or the miniseries announcement or anything. I thought that was just like a weird dead end plot. I, and I completely forgot about it until he showed up. Then I was like, no fucking way, it's the fucking connection. I don't remember it's, it's if like, like he made a noise or something, but there was some point before they revealed it that I was like, that's evil, choose goose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I, it, shows like his, it shows like his arms, I guess that, yeah. know, maybe that's a bit clearer too. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I recognized his voice. I think he like said a sentence before they, they took the sheet off, but... Mm-hmm. Can we talk about yeah. while we're in this scene? First of all... It was so fucking... I thought it was genius. Like, literally genius, the way they opened Simon's episode, where I was like, oh, is he in Fiona's world, too? Like, in this boring apartment? Is this an alternate Simon? And then it's just the, like, 20th century museum. Yeah. See, I thought it it might be, like, another flashback. Like, you know, maybe this is... They're going to show how he met Betty when he was young or something. But he has the white hair. And so I was like, what is happening? I I was like, oh, did he already dimension hop? And that's why, like, weird stuff was going on with Fiona Cake? Or, you know, it's a a great, like, like, weird... And then the explanation they go with is, like, the most random fucking thing ever. But it's so good. It's so good and so funny. And also, like... (laughs) It's wicked funny. There were so many good jokes. Like, he's like, leave! And he goes in the bathroom room and then they're like what's that room for? <laughs> <laughs> and also the phone's like why isn't that one a phone <laughs> uh, oh my god it's just the whole thing i actually like obviously i guess like 
duh but like i felt so bad even the girl the little girl was annoying but like i felt so bad for her she was like can you sign my book and then he just like throws it away i'm like picturing me like bringing john dimaggio <laughs> like <laughs> like can you sign my album and he just chucks it in front of me <laughs> like meeting your heroes that poor little girl is traumatized but yeah, yeah was... i mean that that's a whole other kind of plot element too or like thematic element of like him like trying to ignore that past but also like it being what everybody knows yeah he's like i don't want to talk about my old stuff oh i have to say this before i forget obviously you guys know this but tom kenny is so fucking good at voice acting yeah oh yeah i could not like his just performance in this whole thing the like subtleties in his tone and everything else i remember when simon and marcy first came out like the way he voice acted in that i was literally like taken back i was like is this even still him like it I've never heard him have this kind of, like, affliction before. Back, you know, back fucking, what, 12 years ago or whatever when that came out? Like, I agree, but there's something about this series in particular that I think, like, I noticed even more that I was just like, I don't know. And just, like, when when he put the ice in the thing and he's like, no ice! And I'm like, a little bit of Ice King came <laughs> out. But he's also trying to be respectful of the guy, but also, like, having it. And I'm like, I can just tell all these emotions are happening. Just, oh, God, it's so good. Also, you talked yeah, about... And- having to pause the episode when finn's arm came in i was like i'm pausing i can't i was oh, so yeah that's chan bait did you did did you know that he was already gonna be i knew i knew he was like, in it yeah because yeah. he's on the poster he's on i wish i didn't know but i know i, I mean he's literally on the poster so it's just kind of a thing i didn't expect him to be voiced by jeremy though i was so I was happy kinda... it wasn't some random adult dude i was just, i don't know i was happy <laughs> Yeah, it it makes a lot of sense, but I, I was like, I don't know, he'll be voiced by, like, the Pahoy one. But in Obsidian, he was voiced by Jeremy, too, right? So, like, that, I kind of just forgot about that. In Obsidian, like, he was, I, I was like, okay, he's young enough that it makes sense that Jeremy's still voicing. But then, like, when he's, like, old and buff, I'm like, oh, maybe they'll use, like, a deep, vo- like, a adult man voice. But it kind of felt like the voice, the, the voice director was like, Jeremy, just talk in your normal voice now or something. Yeah, it's what the fans want. I don't know. Um, to me, it kind of sounds like he is... He's he's doing a voice a little bit. I mean, oh, he's I don't doing know, a little bit of a voice. I don't know what his normal speaking voice sounds like, but I'm pretty sure his normal speaking voice at this point is just what Finn sounds like, like at the end of the show. Finn always has like a little bit of like a, a spring in his step when he's talking. So like I, I could hear that. But like also uh again, shout out to Dom and her genius brother. She watched it with her brother and she told me all the things they caught and I was like, Oh my god. So now I get to be the one who gets credit, but uh she was like, yeah, Finn wears his shirt, like, with the the chest always out now because of the tattoo. And I was like, holy fuck, <laughs> I can't. I hate it. And just, like, all the... Oh, yeah, let's talk about that. Finn is here, and Jake is not. Ah! And, like, because of Together Again, we just know he never gets peace ever in his life. What the fuck? Like... I don't know. It's not like he's unhappy. It's just some small part of him that always misses his brother is the thing. Like anyone would feel that. This is the missing link, though. But just, like, the whole thing with Simon, like, he was very clearly also talking about himself. Like, keep distracted and all this stuff. Don't let you think about sad stuff. All this. And I'm like, come on, stop it. And also... Okay, you got a point there. He's with TV. And I'm like, oh my god, he's taking care of Jake's family after he's gone. It's so funny that he's like, come on, TV, we're going on a quest. And TV is like, yeah, okay. And then he doesn't show up. up. 
I didn't even realize that. <laughs> I'm just picturing, like, Jake on his deathbed telling Finn, like, please keep an eye on my family, and then Finn being like, this is my mission in life now, and I'm like, I hate everything do you about think, this. Do you think Jake's the kind of guy to be, like, to pull a prank as he was dying? Like, Finn, don't forget about the... And then he dies, <laughs> yes. and just has to worry yes. about it forever. Yes! <laughs> Dude, that is that is such an Adventure Time joke, to be honest. I, I, <laughs> that literally happened. That literally happened. There was Billy's bucket list, and the, the bucket list said, tell Finn about that one thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Finn's were like, that's going to haunt me forever. <laughs> I love the casualness of that line so much. <laughs> but um, I, the thing with Finn that I like, too, is the impression I got is just that, like, Maybe he's distracting himself from Jake and all that, but I think just very literally too, he was he just didn't know how to deal with Simon because he I think he recognizes that Simon's problem is something so out there that he's just like, I don't know, just don't be sad because I literally like I could not comprehend what your issue is. Like maybe uh, he kind of had the issue with being the only human back in the day, but I think he's so over that now. So he's just like, I'm not going to try to remember trauma to help this guy. I think he's just doing what he knows how to do. Like, that's what he does to not feel sad. So he's just like, yeah, this is what works universally for everyone. Just go on a quest. Okay. (laughs) I have to mention this because again, we haven't mentioned it. There's blood. There's blood. When I saw the blood, I was like, my, am I having like a stroke right now? Like Finn, the first time we see it is like Finn brings that giant steak on that, on that fish. And I was like, hello, is that ketchup? What is yeah. And then, like, Simon getting the cut, I was like, Jesus Christ. I, Simon's cut was gruesome. I, <laughs> I, I love the, like, joke beat where Finn, like, gets out his blindfold and it seems for a second like he's going to use it to wrap up the cut on Simon's yeah, arm. And then he yeah, just uses it as a blindfold. Dude, the Hall of, the hall of Egress callback, though, for sure. Yes. Like, I know, I know, I know. He has so much experience doing that. I love that so much. And also, I was convinced that the bear was Huntress Wizard when I first watched it. Because I was like, oh, this yeah, bear's acting kind of weird. And then Simon screams, and Finn is smiling, and he goes, Simon! And I was like, he doesn't even care. I was like, oh, it's Huntress <laughs> Wizard, and, he, and she's gonna, like, fake die so Simon gets brave. But it was just a fucking bear that Finn then broke the neck of. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. And, oh my god, they were so vague yeah. about it, and it's like, I'm not even mad, but also I'm mad. He was like, I'm gonna go hang out with Huntress Wizard or something, and I was like, are they dating? Hello? <laughs> we don't know. We'll never know that. Everyone we'll is know. screaming about that right now. They're like, we won! We won! And I'm like, dudes, why was it ever important? Why is it important if they're fucking or not, okay? Yeah, like, I was just happy to hear that they were still friends, in like, at the very least. I don't, like, they were vague yeah. about it. Um... Yeah, it's ambiguous. They're they're still friends, which is nice. Why do you think that they've purposely been so ambiguous about that? Like, do you think that they just don't want to confirm a love interest for Finn? I mean, yeah, just because it's, like, not the most important thing about Finn's story. I I agree. I agree, but, like, it seems like something they could just have, like, a little thing. Like, oh, this is what he's doing. But it seems like it's, like, very important to them that he stays, like, kind of single. And I'm... Well, it's important to them that it stays ambiguous. Right. But, like, I'm just wondering the main reason. It's important. The main reason is because it's important to them that we as an audience understand that Finn has grown past that point where he where he put his entire identity based on his love interest. So if he, if he goes running around with a love interest like any other random cartoon, and not only is that, like, sexist... Um, like heterosexist in a way, like um, oh, everyone needs a love interest by the end of the show. Fuck off. 
it's also like undermines aspects of the show itself. That's why I strongly believe they've decided. And if you look at how people on the internet act about it, and they're like, "Raw, Finn's life is ruined. He didn't get a love interest," that, uh, or they're like obsessed with Huntress Wizard just because she's Finn's love interest. That makes that makes me feel ultra determined that Finn should never Dude, be shown with a confirmed love interest. That's what I was gonna say. I love it. I I didn't mean like I don't know if I implied that I was like upset about it because I really love it. And I think it's like right. it, it yeah, serves yeah, yeah. the character well, and it's a unique thing. I mean, because the, the the point of it is like, if at any point they showed Finn as an adult in a romantic relationship, people would be like, "All right, that's it. He got his happy ending." When like that's not the point, you know. What what they're trying to communicate is like Finn is just gonna keep going on with his life, and he might be dating someone yeah. or not. But, like, it, yeah, and his brother is literally dead. And he's still going on like, you know, that's the whole thing. But Tipsy, I think your point there was really good that like it's kind of a it's like a very heteronormative like story thing because, you know, as uh, it's definitely ruined my life to an extent because I feel fucking lonely every day of my life. But I think, too, I never really thought of it in that way that like they're just kind of doing it on purpose because they want it to be another like yet another sort of Adventure Time like subversive thing that's also like intentionally meaningful but no matter what there's going to be ship you know obsessed people i don't think it's right to like be annoyed by that at all like that's just how it is i just love that the end like the quote-unquote end of the story is it like okay the end game is you get you get your lover and that's it it's like i love that it's just like that's not what he needs and that's not what he really wants and he just he's just happy and i'm like that's great yeah. i'm so happy about that it's like the, so many shows are like the the conclusion is they get the girl like whoa that's crazy <laughs> and like maybe that's how adventure time would have gone like you know season one style but it just evolved so much and like so it many people is. got involved and, you know, it is how Adventure Time went, because if you remember... Yeah, because, I mean, it was very literally just, like, Penn's, like, little D&D goofy fantasy thing. Like, it's everybody who joined in that turned it into this, like, massive, sprawling, world-built storyline thing. And yeah, but the original ending of Adventure Time is going to be season two, where PB gets turned into a 13-year-old mm -hmm. just so that thing can have a happy ending. That's what Penn Ward said. Oh, I didn't know that, and I'd want to throw up. <laughs> also like remember when they implied bubblegum was actually jealous of flame princess the end of burning low i still hate that to this day <laughs> i am well, don't so get tipsy started about i that. i i don't want to talk about burning low all right anyway because that was like my most legendary angry episode so carry on all right well the just what one last thing about finn finn's ending like realistically is that he fucking dies and reincarnates like that's his ending <laughs> like there's no like there's yet to be like an actual ending to like a sort of a storyline with him or whatever and like they don't want to do that i th i mean we, we get a glimpse of it in the intro of this show and it has me very excited to see if it even plays into it but they definitely like they're fucking so in love with that future ooh stuff I hope that that becomes another show after this if anything or it gets featured they said it might be Alamuta said it yeah. Yeah, like. I don't know. Like I've I've, t I've talked to people about this, and I think Jagum or Jagum or Kim, someone really does not want Future Ooh to become like its own show. They enjoy the probably Jagum. He enjoys the ambiguousness of it all. Like we don't we don't need to see into that future world because that's not the point. We don't need every single yeah, and it makes it, it. I definitely can understand that from a story point too, but I. 
you see how much the board art is just like casually or like Steve Wolf artists they're just posting like some concept they made up for that future. Like I think they just love it. And if they're given the opportunity, they would take it because they just want to keep working on it. It would want to show it. And I think too, in that regard, they probably take a direction where like, at least for, you know, the first portion of it or something like to make it all kind of vague connections. Like this first Fiona cake episode was where just like the viewer just has to be like, is that like, a future banana guard type thing. Like, I think they would, they would do good with it. If it ends up being a thing that they have an opportunity to do, we don't really know, but they did apparently at some point vaguely say that there might be more after Fiona cake, but who Lord knows we're only on the first two episodes of this to begin with. I was so happy to see like Fiona and cake and adventure time trending with like 30,000 tweets yesterday. I was like, I am literally alive right now. Also random topic jump, but I'm, Try to keep my expectations in check because, like, this is Simon and Fiona and Cake's story. But I'm like, oh my god, like, I want Finn so badly to, like, talk to Simon about, like... Because, like, I don't know, I want Simon to be real sad and Finn to be like, you know what? I'm going to talk about losing Jake and relate to Simon in that way. But I don't think it's going to happen. But I'm like... I don't think it's going to happen. I know. I'm sorry. I'm, no, I'm not under the delusion it will happen. But I'm like, please, I'm begging you. <laughs> I just... I thought that was quite clever though because they showed Finn's state of mind and they showed the ways in which he is happy but also the ways in which he is unhappy but they didn't dive into it to the extent that it overshadowed Simon. Yeah for sure and I also think the thing I just said that I was like wish would happen like undermines all of that and it would be bad writing but still I for some reason just said I wish it would happen. I don't know what's wrong with me. I, I, I get it. You wish that there's a place for it in the yeah. series. There probably isn't one. Listen. But it would be cool if there was. I will eternally be upset that we never got Finn and Jake Young flashback. I just wanted <laughs> I wanted that moment where like you know, Jake was a crime lord, Finn was his brother, and then I wanted that moment where Jake gave up his life of crime because Finn probably got hurt or something, and he's like, oh no, then they lost their parents, there's so much, and I wanted it. Never got it. Okay. It would be awesome if they made a Jake miniseries. I- I'm gonna you see know, it right now. That's a pretty good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, Jake is legitimately like one of the most interesting... The, the older you grow, the more in- the more interesting Jake becomes. It's so weird. Like, like on my recent rewatch, I was easily the most invested in Jake specifically, <laughs> which is really weird for me. But like, he's just such a funny character, and I think I think they could just make like anything with him, and it would work out. He was so good for merch because they're like, bro, we need more Adventure Time merch. They're so, like, dude, color, color <laughs> like a sock yellow and put his face on it. Color exactly. like a spoon. <laughs> Yellow and put his and I and then me I'm like oh my god I need that spoon, <laughs> but yeah uh, I don't know I, anyway back to the real things. I was, I was gonna go so, on a tangent about speaking of of growing older. I want to talk about math for a second. In d- during Fiona's bus tour, she said that the Betty statue in the park was built twelve years ago. I think that's a pretty good indicator of like how long Simon has been himself basically so like probably the finale happened 12 years ago yeah i also took it that way kind of uh which would make finn and fiona 29 years old in this special that makes sense because that's the the time that andamuto gave Mm -hmm. (laughs) do you think realistically finn looks like a 29 year old i could see it uh it also means that if like i suspect the fiona and cake world is 
constantly exists uh, in Simon's head and like is responding to things in his life actively, then like the you know Fiona and everyone, all the humans in there, have like been living that boring life for twelve entire years, which is kind of wild. Does that mean about. that? Does that mean me making a fake Jake miniseries just made like a Jake world in my brain and now they're living? Oh no, what have yeah. I done? Maybe, <laughs> uh, but also maybe there's some kind of magic thing involved. They still might explore the beamed into your head idea from Fiona and Cake and Fiona. Yeah. Simon's got to be in his, like, mid-50s then, because I'm pretty sure that, uh, like, he was reverted back to the age that he was when he put the crown on, um, which was younger than how old he was when he was with Marceline in Simon and Marcel. So he's got to be, like, 57 or something, right? Oh, yeah. Also, if it's been 12 years, that probably means the little girl who's a fan of Fiona and Cake was, like, not alive at the same time Ice King was. That's pretty funny. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Also, Dom pointed this out. Again, shout-outs to Dom for pointing everything out, because I was just sitting there like, look, it's Finn. Finn, say bad <laughs> word. <laughs> but, like, during the uh, the walk, uh, the, the walk and song with Simon, I, again, I don't know if this was obvious to everyone, but I'm just uh, dumb, apparently. But he, like, looks at uh this two characters and one like gets a fruit for the other one and and feeds it to them and then i'm like oh my god it's simon and marcy parallel then he immediately calls marcy and i'm like oh my god it's so cute and speaking of that that's the scene with the matching tattoos which was the best scene i've ever seen in my (laughs) life i just saw on twitter that specific scene of the getting the fruit was literally a shot from like a previous Simon Marcy episode too, like Marceline looked at two people doing a similar thing in stakes, I guess probably. What? Um, I'll, I'll share it. Hang on. Also, another parallel thing is that like Simon had a little statue in his room that he put like little Betty glasses on, which is like probably why there's actually a statue in the park in Fiona's world. Also, more math. Uh, at the beginning of the first episode, Fiona said she's been having those dreams about Ice Prince for the last three days. And she also said, Cake, you haven't eaten anything in, like, three days. You must be hungry. What do you think happened to Simon three days ago? Do you think that the world was created three days ago? Like, straight up? Like, Maybe, his, yes. Because th- the implication could be he started getting really, really sad and wished there was more magic three days ago, and that's when that world was created. It could be. I, I think that's correct. I think I think Fiona has only false memories of Cake being normal. Um, either that, or Simon's depression has only started really kicking in a couple of days ago. Like, he's having a shit week, basically. Also, um, I need to point out that, uh, I don't think we've mentioned this yet, Fiona's job is the same as Simon's job, effectively. Oh yeah, yeah no, that makes it. I, I didn't yeah, think about that. yeah, they have yeah. the same job. Good point. Good point. I get it. <laughs> um, that's why, that's why Fiona, that's why Fiona has that job because that's what Simon's mindset is. Also, why does he have? Why, why is he living like that? What the fuck? Like Simon, he needs money. I don't surely, know. <laughs> surely there are better ways you can get money. You're incredibly smart and you have lots of connections. If you just like actually talk, I know that there was that scene with Marcin was absolutely heartbreaking because it shows that there's been a big divide between Marcy and Simon over the recent years. Like he doesn't feel like he can talk to her about his trauma because it will bring her down. Oh, I know. Um, and because... she was so happy and he just kind of hangs <laughs> up because he's like, I don't want to. Oh, I hate it. 
<laughs> it's heartbreaking because sometimes sometimes life is like that. You try to connect with your family or people that you used to have good connections with, but like they're flying high and you're not and you just feel like you're living completely different lives and that's what I get from Simon there. He just can't relate to Marceline anymore. I hate that you're right. And I also love to see them yeah. have have a conversation about that. And that's something else that I kind of don't know if they're going to have time for. <laughs> but they also might. They kind of set very, it up that it should happen. I don't know. It's very Steven Universe future. But, what I, but, uh, but like, the difference is the role reversal. Simon is Marceline's parent, not her son. So it's a bit less weird. Did anyone else think it was weird that uh, Simon's museum exhibit was called, like, 20th Century Man? Because back in, I think it was, like, in Betty, the episode, Betty asked, like, what year is it? And Finn said, we don't keep time like that anymore. Oh, yeah. I, but that that's because Finn doesn't keep time like that. But yeah, but the humans the might humans have do. continued to keep time like that, I guess. I mean, also, yeah, like, it's, it's just... a human city. They probably don't even care about the name. They're like, whoa, that sounds weird. Let's go look at that. <laughs> like, maybe they don't <laughs> even know what that means. Yeah, because if anything, Simon just named it himself, too. Like, True. But see, that's the kind of lore question only one of us would ask. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I'm... I'm trying to think of, like, obvious things that I was like, oh my god, I have to mention this, that I'm just missing now. Do you think there's any significance to the fact that apparently gender-swapped Hunts and Abadir is Fiona's landlord? Yes. Because um, landlords I are demons. point something out. So it's hard to say if the gender-swapped one is Fiona's landlord or if she keeps getting money from Abadir. Um, I saw something in the bus. There is an advert for Abadir's vacuum. Hmm. Which indicates to me that Abadir is a big businesswoman. It's also a joke and on how he sucks up souls. Yeah, that as well. Uh, so Abadir nice. is a businesswoman, which really fits because that's how Hunson treated the, uh, the Nightosphere. Um, so Abadir could be Fiona's landlord or Fiona could be like bartering favours from her because um, Abadir likes her whereas Marshall Lee doesn't get along with his mother which I thought was very funny and a little bit messed up I have an important plot question do people really drink like alcohol with like onions and olive in it? <laughs> no, that, that no. was a joke, right? Like, it was a joke that Derpier guy didn't, didn't do it right I don't know enough about, like, weird drinks. I don't either, but I got, you know, I could tell. I perceived it. I don't know if it's a joke. Like, you mean in the sense that, like, I think si I think in the Adventure Time world, maybe it's normal. I don't really know. But I get that, like, it's a joke on how people, you know, ask for things in their drink and their drink to be a certain way. I don't, know, I don't know that it's normal. I think Dirk Beer Guy might just be bad at it. Because Simon got that drink and he was like, Sigh. <laughs> my dad's a bartender i'm literally gonna ask him if that's a thing it just reminds him of how weird the land of Uru yeah. is compared to Norlod. but i'm sure that olives like olives are a thing but i have no idea what they are in terms of alcohol um also, uh, so my like you know my fixation on adventure time is very much like finn lore um simon ice crown timeline lore 
and interdimensional gold prismo nonsense lore so this is the best miniseries and that's basically entirely what the show's gonna be so like like even just the like the intro the intro starting with that shot of like the gulp thing exploding i was like oh, yeah i know i don't I, I, I like the, the second i saw that i was like hold on let's pause let's take this frame Dude, by frame I'm i gotta look so, at this closely <laughs> i'm so happy gulp's getting like more screen time because he's so cool and also like she's so cool now oh yeah yeah oh yeah. true for the thousandth time dom mentioned this but uh uh she was like Golb is like terrifying and also like it's like really I, I don't remember the, what she said but it was like you're erased from like every timeline but also people still remember you and that is that's, awful <laughs> like that's you're not really, erased from their like, memory that's kind of like a false hydra I don't know but I'm not sure that's exactly how Golb works well maybe we'll find is out is Betty erased from every timeline well, I don't think I think she's a special case. I'm, I mean, like Margles, like, because like he went to Prisma or, or like I think. No, you're right. Magic Man went to Prisma. Uh, no, but, both both Magic Man and Simon went. And to they Prisma. got the same result. And like, yeah, Prisma's like can't. I can't. Speaking of Prisma, are we gonna see Prisma's boss in this miniseries? Are we Ooh, finally? It's possible. <laughs> oh my god. What if Prismo's boss is just Prismo with like a little bow tie on? We, we drew Prismo's <laughs> boss, do you remember? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were right all along. Also, do you notice it's like a new Enchiridion that that Simon has in his little ritual room? That's far more Enchiridion. Yeah, I'm no, I know, I, I'm like, I feel like every time I see the Enchiridion, it's a different cover, and I'm like, am I just mem- remembering? Well, this yeah, wait, wait, wait. This one had a, this they had a hand on it. It had I don't even remember. We need we needed the editor because we've put seen it. like isn't the farm world Enchiridion was different too, right? Yeah, like there was yeah, a it's farm the farm world Enchiridion. He wouldn't have gotten it from anywhere else. That's, yeah. So they yeah. We we would need p- pictures to confirm, but yeah, I guess that is that one. Like, how is he going to get another? Did that happen? How is he like going to get crossover? another Enchiridion? Like, there's only two. There's the one for that that got destroyed by it when it became a portal, and there's the one from Farmworld with a hand on that thing kidnapped. It's the one from Farmworld that has a hand on, but the design might be slightly different because they fucked up in drawing it. No, I'm just mean. I just mean like I don't remember. It's been a while since I've seen like did, like did they take another Enchiridion from Farmworld back home yeah that's from Enchiridion I'm just wondering how he would have it I'm pretty sure that it is yeah it's the same one that Betty was using in Elements it's the Farmworld Enchiridion it was abandoned on top of a cloud right right okay yeah sure yeah I like I like that the gold ritual is uh, consistent with like the arm movements and also like it looks like you need you need Tetris shapes. Yeah, of course you need Tetris. Um, obviously the Enchiridion, but then like I wonder about like the magic catalyst. Like it's like they used uh, what's her name? Uh, what's her name? Maja. Yeah, they used Maja before, and now it's like evil Choose Goose. And I'm like, I wonder if it's like evil magic person. <laughs> it's like the the other path <laughs> you're supposed to use. I'm like, I'm just trying to scan these episodes in my brain because I'm like, there's so much. Surely we forgot some stuff. Oh, Not yeah, that we sure. have to get every single beat, but there's things that I'm going to like wake up later and be like, why didn't I talk about that? Um, I don't know. We're kind of thorough, actually. I think um, yeah. human hunter wizard's voice was not what I would expect. He's the, the, the nothing. Which, like... per, you know, per, per, perhaps, per, perhaps I have a personal bias 
in this, but, you know, it leads me to think, oh, I wonder if he's trans. Oh. Which, I, I, I like what that would imply about uh, regular Huntress they're Wizard. Nothing like, um, they're nothing like Huntress Wizard really in personality. They're, like, a lot... They're, they're like... Hunter, Hunter Wizard is, a, is very goofy. Um, I like their personality a lot, and they're very, very gender. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, goals, my god. Um, so I, I was so confused. For a moment, I thought that they were, like, the gender-bent version of Huntress Wizard's boss. The, 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 the forest guy salesman. Yeah. I love that their introduction was getting tripped on, and then Fiona thought yeah. she found a dead body. <laughs> it's so funny. Also, uh, LSP uh, is the funniest joke yes, ever. Yes, I was going to say that. <laughs> that. If there was any other moment I was going to have to pause for... LSP is like the best fucking joke I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> like that, yeah. that was so funny to me. <laughs> it's so funny because I I think I heard Pendleton Ward voice act a character earlier in the episode, and I'm all every time that happens, I'm like, oh, they yeah, got he Pendleton was Norm w-. from Cheers. Yeah, I was like, oh, they got Pendleton Ward back, and then I forget that he's literally LSP yeah. <laughs> on all of these things. Uh, LSP is just turned into a separate. Well, character. I'm also a big fan of the uh, LSP joke of like downtown i'm not familiar yeah <laughs> that line in particular was was delivered so differently from normal lines it was so good it's just so oh my god oh what was i gonna say there was another line oh no hold on you guys talk while i think about this fiona fiona's character i want to talk about fiona's character because in the original show she kind of has zero personality whatsoever i will be true but they gave her a personality and she's a bit of an asshole yeah but I like that. She reminds it reminds me a bit of Bee and Puppy Cat. Though Bee was kind of a feral. It is a lot like that. Yeah, Bee is a lot like that. But part of the reason Bee is like that is because she's a feral android girl. Um, Fiona is just a oh, bit of an okay. asshole. <laughs> uh, sorry, have you not seen Bee and Puppy Cat? No. Watch Bee and Puppy <laughs> Cat. Not that's absolutely not the direction I thought Bee and Puppy Cat went. But all right. Watch Bee and Puppy Cat. You, I can't believe this because the first episode is like Bee and Puppy Cat. Oh, you're insane, Nick. You you deserve that. It's okay, Nick. I haven't seen it. Oh, either. it's okay. I just didn't think it was a show that would have spoilers. Like, yeah, but like Bee <laughs> is special. She's not normal. Um, Me too. Everything has spoilers, even like Blue's Clues. Imagine if like someone was like the third clues on like the. Dude, bathtub. if you if, like, if you if you got spoiled that Steve leaves the show, come on. Oh my god. Fucking Joe. Jeff Kaplan has left the Overwatch team. Oh my god, please, don't talk about it. <laughs> oh yeah, also, yeah, I remember what I was just about to say. You, you, you said you, like, heard Pendleton's voice early in the episode, and we're thinking about that. You know, I, I, I heard, like, Human Tourist number three being voiced by Hinden Walsh and was waiting all episode for PB yeah. to make an appearance. Me too. <laughs> the, the PBC was so weird. Like, it was so gross. It was so good. I love that Marceline said it was gross too, because I'm like, are they aware? Yeah, she's right. I love that neither of them can get a tattoo. It's so funny, it just heals over. That is the cutest thing ever. It, it's the only reason Marceline isn't Marceline and PB aren't covered in tattoos from like their previous relationship is because they just can't get any. I bet PB could scientifically tattoo them <laughs> somehow. Yeah. But it would probably be removed the next time her arm gets cut off by something random. Yeah. <laughs> 
Do you remember in Islands when uh, Jake like met some humans and they were like, "Oh, weird, a talking dog." Yeah. Yeah. Do Do you think like you know a- after they they realized that talking dogs could exist, they were like, oh, "We We got to get on that." We're like behind the yeah, times. Yeah, I think that's like exactly the implication of those like translators. You know, it's amazing. You reminded me of what I was thinking of with the islands thing, and it's not even that important. I just thought it was funny that the humans now live on a floating island, and it's pretty much just they they, they didn't even <laughs> I move. Know. They're just still in the so same funny. place. Also, the Chan the Human reference, and they talk about the river. I thought that was really cool. <laughs> <as well. laughs> Another thing that's like totally not going to happen because how could they fit this in? But if we're spending any time at all in the human city, like I so hope that we could see minerva bot a little bit yes finn's mother i didn't even actually think about that yeah like i guess they could they could even just show her in the background or something i mean who knows i mean if anything martin could show up while they're fucking hopping between worlds yeah apparently dom noticed i saw she posted about it that in the intro there's one shot where fiona's wearing martin's jacket Yes! Let's go! We're so back! (laughs) We're so back! See, originally I believed that that, there's no way that that's literally Martin's jacket. Like, there's no way it's literally... No, we confirmed it, it is. No, if it looks exactly the same, it's because it's the same style of jacket, right? Because it's a very famous style of jacket. It just seems like a weird thing to put on. I mean, it's probably an intentional Martin reference. That doesn't at all mean that he's going to appear. Like, it was probably just an Easter egg, but like... Um, I like the touch that Fiona is called Fiona Campbell instead yes. of like Fiona Mertens. Because everyone's uh, gender swapped and she lives in a normal human world where people would usually take their, their dad's names. Yeah. So her, 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 Fiona's mom is like Martha Mertens and her dad is Marvin Campbell. The attention to detail in this series so far is, like, so good, and I I, I can tell that the crew really loves what they're doing, so I'm really excited for the rest of it. Her her dad is just called Mike. (laughs) That's my dad. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) So I've I've got a little theory, uh, uh, you know, a little idea based on um, that synopsis. Do you all remember the synopsis that was released, like, fucking ages ago? Uh, maybe. I kind of avoid things like that, because spoilers, but, like, maybe. I know, but, okay, so do you mind if I talk about it? I mean, it. De- when was this release? Like, is this... Is it this... was, like, the first, th- it was, like, you know, the the one infographic we've had for okay. HBO Max, no, like, the uh, one thing we've had for so long, and it also okay. had, had a vague synopsis. It basically just said, like, this is going to be about Fiona and Cake and Simon, and they're going to be multiverse right, thing. Right. And, like, they're they're apparently up against some kind of force that wants to erase them from existence. Based on these episodes, I think there's a chance the force that wants to erase Fiona and Cake from existence is Simon. Yeah, I was going to say dun, that. Dun. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be this you big, know, scary um, monster all shadowed, and then it's just Simon. Oh, my God. Betty opened the portal, didn't she, or something? Or is it Simon himself? It's hard to say, but Simon was trying to summon Golb, and that's how he opened the portal in the back of his head. And I'm not sure if that's because of Simon's consciousness or because of Betty's consciousness. I mean, well, we'll absolutely learn next time, because with the way that ends with, like, the implication of Prismo getting, like, a special notification, like, there's some sort of multiversal error that he has to fix just like in crossover i i thought like the 
I thought that the the ritual ended early because like it did detached, so then like it yeah. went awry. It, it definitely could be Galbetti. Like that's a, that's a possibility, but I, I kind of think it's more implied that like Evil Choose Goose says like you belong in the trash with Fiona and Cake. Oh my god, and so that it makes line! Him, like think about Fiona and Cake while he's doing the yeah. ritual, and then it's not finished, and so it goes wrong. That line went so hard. <laughs> I love the implication that he's been doing this like for a long time. Yeah, wow. very. Is, can you imagine if he did with... successfully like summon Galb? It would like be right in the middle of the human city. That would yeah. be disastrous. <laughs> he, I mean, it's true though, and that that just shows how desperate he is. It's like he's not really thinking of the consequences there. I mean, he probably really doesn't know what he's dealing with either. Like, he just knows the the ritual and like whatever old writings he has access to and I feel, yeah I, I, like I, i'd like to think he's really well researched on the top i mean i guess maybe gulp doesn't have that much research to be had yeah that's what like, i mean the thing is he's becoming desperate just like betty was before he's they've swapped positions now simon is the one desperately searching for a way to save betty yeah just like all the fan fictions used to say yeah except he got set he got sadness instead of madness I can't believe we're getting a Finn and Jake, Fiona and Kate crossover, and I'm not even mad about it. <laughs> right? It's crazy, man. Because like, they're just they're doing it in the most out there context ever. Like we would have never expected this to be the way uh, that they introduced. I, I kind of get the vibe that like Fiona is not going to meet Finn. I kind of think Finn might we, we might not we might not see Finn again. Oh my god, that's because Adam Muto implied that they're not going to meet. I don't know. I like yeah. I'm keeping my expectations in check. I'm like Finn was an Easter egg, but like also like maybe maybe not. Like they're doing multiverses. Maybe she'll meet like that like posh version of Finn with the rapier. Yeah, you there's, remember a, there's that, a different the, whatever his name. There's was. a different version of. There's two different versions of Finn. Um, one of them is really short. One Just of them is two? really stupidly short. Um, like a baby Finn, and the other one is a. Uh, what are you talking about? No, no, about? no! I need to show you. We had this entire conversation in the okay. other, in my friend Discord last night. There's um, the the intro. There shows three versions of Finn: um, Fiona, Big Finn, and Baby Finn. And it's really easy to miss because Baby Finn is just like the top of his ears and a hand. Uh, could that maybe be the, like, little girl who's dressed up as Fiona, Oh, that though? could be the little girl who's dressed up as Fiona. That's a good point. I'm going to see if I can find it. Yeah, I mean, I assumed everything flashing in the intro was just Fiona and Cake themselves, like, alternating. Except they did show the thing of, like, the the, the treehouse growing really tall, like, it is a thousand years in the future, and, like, how, like, how could that be relevant? You oh, know? yeah. That's what I was saying, I know. Who, I mean, he might he might meet uh, Shermie and Beth, right? That's not no, that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen in this. There's the weird baby Finn. But yeah, that's not the Fiona person. They had yeah, funny right. years. True. Oh my god, I can't. They're not gonna do is, baby Finn and Jake might. stuff, right? They um, would. The, There's no time. Why are they doing this? Is this is this is this the mi- literal mushroom? War universe where it was a war about mushrooms. Oh my god! Don't I'm, I'm being teased right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh right, okay. So if Ice King's going to Farm World, then he'll have met a version of Finn who fell to the crown. Do you think he'll be able to relate to him? Oh my god, is he? Oh my god! <laughs> Imagine if he's in it. <laughs> Bad end, Finn. 
<laughs> it's it's it again. It's just every it's everything us edgy fans yeah, wanted. Well, he's not still Ice King Finn. He's he's been cured. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> no, it's really funny how he got cured. Like Ice King, Becky summoned Golb and all sorts of nonsense to cure him. Meanwhile, Farmer Finn, Prisma just retconned his crown into an atomic explosion. Maybe I'm just desperate, but, like, does that not look like kind of where, like, Joshua and Margaret lived, like, in that kind of... It does. You're right. I was thinking that. I can't. I I can't (laughs) set myself up for this just to be disappointed, but, like, come on. (laughs) It looks like... It's not going to happen. There's going to be a, like, 30-second flashback. That's all we're going to get. But why put it in the intro, then? I I hope that that they have a young Finn. That would be awesome. No, that would be awesome. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You, you got to expect nothing. I, I I expect nothing. It's fine. I'm not going to do this to myself. <laughs> okay, so obviously uh, Fiona and Cake are going to come through the portal, and they're going to be in a magical world and go on an adventure. Uh, do you think we're ever going to see the other characters from the human yes, world? Yes, we are. Again, are we going to see Gary don't and Marshall Lee? Don't forget, like the traders. So we already know that. Oh, well, well, hold on, okay, I haven't well, seen them. We're going to see them, all I can say is we're definitely seeing them again. And we're definitely seeing Finn again. But it might not be this thing. Yeah, okay, interesting. I'm looking forward to it. I'm Yeah. I'm literally looking at Joshua and Margaret Investigations building right now, and that looks so much like... <laughs> even just their house like that's not their house in the shot but like like the broken windows on like the kind of the kind of 20th century building sort of thing they probably have oh so God. many ideas that they wanted to put into various miniseries and because this is the one that got approved they're trying to fit as many of them as possible into here dude i i can't i can't i i mustn't make unrealistic expectations but that shot right there it just like i, it, I we're look. so back we're, we're so, so back. back we are so back though okay i'm like I'm, I'm kind of getting the vibe that we're winding down yeah uh so i got i got one last question i think before we go who do you think the bus driver was because she was so like specifically shaped she has to be someone, but I don't know. I don't have a clue. I think she is a reference that the artists know, but we don't know. Oh, that's a good theory, actually. Yeah, she doesn't really resemble any Adventure Time characters, and her name doesn't resemble any Adventure Time characters either. So, um, like, like, what was her name again? Oh, hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm grabbing that. Give me a second. She could be the best driver from Wizard City, though. That would be really funny. Her name's Van Damme. What? Van Damme. Yeah, like Van Damme. Like, Van Damme from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I'm sure that's the reference. And she isn't looks that, like Isn't this. that the name of someone, like, from Wizard City? <laughs> it's Donnie. The whole time, it was Donnie. <laughs> They're Donnie-shaped. <laughs> yeah, we have no idea. I think it might just be a reference to something that the crew knows, but has nothing to do with Adventure Time. Jagan's been like collecting all sorts of trivia about it. Oh, I'm sure. I love, <laughs> I love that they're such an encyclopedia. I really respect them <laughs> a lot. The, I like yeah, they have. Uh, everybody, look at Jagan's Adventure Time timeline thing. It's like the craziest, most amazing fan-made research thing I've ever seen. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I'm just her her head is so like round but also rectangular. The big ship could be like Ron James. Oh, maybe that's what I was thinking of. No. She doesn't look that much like him, though. I think Tipsy is probably right. It's the crew member, but who knows? No, it's probably... I mean, if it's that, it's probably someone we haven't met yet who we will meet in another universe or something. It, that's It's the oh, evil force. Maybe it's, it's someone... the bad guy. It's Prismo's boss. <laughs> maybe we'll... Maybe we'll see the ooh version of them. It could happen. What if it is Prismo's boss? What if it is Prismo's boss? Prismo's boss is his bus driver? That would be hysterical. Well, it's like, oh, bus driver, they bring people where they need to go, aka multiverses, <laughs> you know? That's a, that's not we a stretch at all. We are cooking. I'm so excited for more. Yeah, alright. I, th- I, I, I think that's a wrap on this. I'll put everyone's uh, relevant links in the description. Wiggy wiggy, fresh, I don't know. what. <laughs> Watch Adventure Time! Okay, I'm stopping. Yeah, watch this. What, I mean, you gotta watch the real show before you watch this, too, though. Yeah, I saw someone on I saw someone on Tumblr today who was like, um, yeah, it's it's insane how I'm crazy over Fiona and Kate, even though I know nothing about Adventure Time. And I was like, holy, holy crap! Someone who's watching Fiona and Kate who knows nothing mm-hmm. about Adventure Time, that's really dangerous. I mean, that, but, too, that's kind of a thing. That, like, you know, I, I'm not gonna, like, headcanon this person, I guess, but, like, um, younger people, like people that are like 18, 17-ish, like they're not going to watch all of Adventure Time. They're going to like see the hype for this and be like, oh, and they'll just watch it and they'll read a synopsis. Like people don't really watch stuff that's long anymore, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, and I, I feel like Adventure Time, Adventure Time is too much of an ask now. I'm happy to hear that they enjoy it anyway. But yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. They could still enjoy, like... You know, I'm so into video games. Half the people on TikTok that, like, whenever I make video game content, they're just like, oh, yeah, I watched somebody play this. You know, like, people just go through stuff. It's 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 different now. People didn't have to watch Adventure Time for, like, what, eight years on TV with hiatuses and all that. Like, <laughs> they don't know. They don't know the, the Betty credits, accidental Betty leak. <laughs> <laughs> They don't know about the Betty Poppins or Pahoy or anything like that. Short step. They remember that like there there was a an early leak or something of a bunch of episode titles before you know, but we didn't know anything about the episodes and so everyone was like, Pahoy, that's funny, and they were making oh, yeah. Pahoy memes before the yeah, episode ever. That was that yeah. was Frederator. They released all the season five point one episode titles. Uh, like they had a tradition of releasing all the episode titles at the start of the season, and they did that for season five point one, but not for season five point two. So season five point two was the first time we were completely in the dark about how many episodes there were and what they were called. Dude, remember, remember Preboot and Reboot wasn't advertised at all officially? None of yeah. them were. Like, almost <laughs> almost none of the... Almost none of the non-miniseries episodes were advertised. The finale got, like, bare-bones advertisement. I was so upset, man. We, we, we can have a whole separate podcast of nostalgic talk. Okay, um, we're done. I'm gonna end my recording. Thank you for listening. Okay. I'm ending now. Now.